Life Audio. Christian Parent Crazy World with Katherine Seegers is brought to you by Life Audio and is part of our Faith Toolkit series. For more inspirational faith-affirming podcasts, visit lifeaudio.com. Welcome to Christian Parent Crazy World, the podcast that tackles tough topics to help you be a godly parent in an ungodly world. I am your host, Katherine Seegers, and in today's episode, we will tackle this vitally important question, how does God bring beauty from the broken parts of our lives. We are continuing our conversation with Andy Howard this week. In today's episode, you will hear how God is committed to bringing beauty from the broken places in our lives. You will get to peek behind the veil to see what Andy's daughter is really experiencing here on earth. It is so amazing. And you will learn how to help families who have children with special needs. That's the plan for this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World. So let's get started. Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of The Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening, who should call right now? Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. All righty, mamas and papas. This is part two of my interview with Andy Howard. Andy is a youth minister, a marriage ministry pastor, a health coach, a podcaster, and an author of a book called When Words Don't Come Easy. That's also the name of his podcast, by the way, which is all about hope. 
He is also the daddy of three beautiful daughters. If you missed last week's episode, I highly recommend that you give that one a listen first. I'll give you the Cliff Notes version. Andy's daughter, Peyton, was born legally blind with 10% brain function. She cannot walk or speak. That diagnosis led to a four-year season of depression. But the skies began to clear on a beach trip when Andy saw a couple picking up seashells. And whenever they found a broken one, they would throw it back. But God spoke so clearly to Andy's heart that morning, telling him that there is beauty in those broken shells. And Andy has been collecting beautiful broken shells ever since Here is the conclusion of my chat with Andy Howard. So how have you seen, how have you seen the beauty and the brokenness that, that that, tell us about Peyton now? What is, what is her life like? And where have you seen the beauty from the ashes there? The gladness from mourning, praise from despair, which we're told about in, I think it's Isaiah 61. I love that section of scripture. So how have you seen that? And raising this child that has some very, very serious special needs. Thank you for asking. So she's, yeah, she's the joy of our our life. And I, I do want that uh, to come across. I I don't want anyone to ever think I was uh, ungrateful for her. She, gosh, she is my <laughs> my joy. My reason for so many things I do is for her. The reason I took my health back, and because and, I there was I was very unhealthy at one point in my life, over three hundred pounds, and just mm. miserable. And, and now I knew that she needed me to to be around. Yeah, you know, when when she's older, I didn't want her to get turned over to the state or someone who didn't care about her because right. her parents didn't live. Right. So I, that's she's my reason why I work out now, why I tried to get healthy. So mm-hmm. I, I did. I always loved her, but it just broke my heart so much. And another part that broke my heart so much was my wife became this uh, ambassador for our, like we had we were total opposites, which is why God brings us together. I guess yeah. we, we make a great team. But she became her, uh, gosh, her her strength. She's like, okay, if these are thanks, doctor, for telling me if we're gonna start therapy. And I, she started finding therapy for her and. Uh, different things. So in a way that made me feel even worse as the man of the house, right? I'm like, well, look, even your wife is stronger than you mm-hmm. are and all the things, but everyone responds to uh, trauma differently. Is right. what I'd say. But the, how I've seen it throughout all this, there was a, a pastor's, a pastor's wife, a friend, really good friends of ours. They called one day after a, after the service and she had wrote down everything she could just as fast as she could. And, and she told me, I had this vision about Peyton and I had to share it with you guys. And, and so they were having a Sunday morning service and during worship, she just had this vision and and she had never been to our home. They actually live in Virginia and uh, mm-hmm. they'd never been to our home, but um, they're good friends of ours. And she said, uh, I saw Peyton. Does she have a hospital bed? I'm like, yes, she does in her room. It's just very easy. One of those that will recline or, or come up and all the different things. She said, well, I saw her body laying back in the bed, but it was like I saw her spirit uh, sitting up kind of, you know, crisscross applesauce. Mm-hmm. And the way she described it is as the view of her vision kind of come around, kind of like a camera coming around from the back of her, she realized at the foot of her bed that Jesus was sitting there with her. And so I couldn't tell exactly what they were playing. They were playing some kind of game. It was either chess or checkers, but that didn't matter to me anymore. I just, I saw that they were close, Andy, that they were quiet pals. And for me, that was so 
good for me. This whole time I had mm-hmm. been worried about her missing out on all the right. things. It's like, oh man, God, she's not getting to have her her prom or her graduation, or I won't get to walk her down the aisle one day. All these things that I thought she'd miss out on. But it's this whole time I <laughs> she's thought, got the one thing that everybody exactly. needs and so many don't have. Oh she's wow. There telling Jesus right now, oh. please forgive my dad. He's missing out on all these things <laughs> right now. So I, I thought, how how cool is that? And and so looking back to answer your question, she hasn't. So some of those milestones, he said, like she he said she'll never talk, or if she does, she'll she'll speak uh, 150 words or less. Well, to this day, she's never said a word, you know, and she hasn't been able to walk despite many many prayers, and and she can't use her hands, and there's so many things, and she has 24 hour nursing care at the home, so we have two nurses a day that have became like family. There's actually five of them. But uh, two nurses a day come do 12-hour shifts and, and stay stay in the home with us. So it, it is very hard at times. I told you even before we started recording, you never know like when, when we're going to get a, a text where they say, hey, we, we really need to run to the ER. Uh, something's not matching up here. So we have those <laughs> moments. So it's, it's kind of hard and scary. But at the same time now, I'm able to look at the the beauty and the broken scene, all the positive, all the lives that she's touched. Here's a funny thing. I, I, I told you about the prayer. We used to pray for an hour back and forth at the very yeah. end. I don't remember everything I would say, but at the very end, I would always say, God, use her story to reach millions. And what in my own mind is I yeah. just thought that, that God's going to, you know, go viral with a video. She's going to jump up out of her wheelchair and, and come beat down this door of the, uh, the podcast and interrupt everything. And, and yeah. you know, and it's going to go viral because everyone's going to say, Oh, wow, what a miracle she's raised. However, he's chosen a different way to do it. But even now I'm getting to talk to you, Catherine. It's something I probably would have never done had he not done this. So the beauty of it is he has opened so many doors where I'm able to be on podcasts, where he's open stages, where now I'm able to travel. I, I get to speak and share her story and her share the story about how I've overcome depression for people who may be depressed themselves. I'm able to speak at youth camps. I'm able to just so many doors have been open. Lives that who knows how many lives may make heaven now that that who knows God can always use them another way to reach them. But without this story, maybe they had wouldn't have heard about the goodness and faith, faithfulness of God. So it, it's been such an amazing ride, and I'm grateful for just every part of it. Oh, that's incredible. That is so incredible. Just uh, I, that picture of Peyton with Jesus at the, you know, we're sit, you're sitting there thinking of all the things she's missing. And she's like, yeah. no, no, you got this thing all wrong, <laughs> you're Dad. The one yeah, for sure. You're the one. I'm sitting here commuting <laughs> with good. Jesus all day. I'm good. Yeah. I don't need a prom. I don't need, you know, to drive a car, to walk down an aisle. That, um, cool? that is amazing. That's yeah. That's such a... And, you know, we have to have spiritual eyes to see that. And unfortunately, yeah. the world doesn't look through those eyes. They yeah. look through a very different set of eyes. But it, when when they can see someone like you and your wife overcoming through such adversity, because what you you wanted a very different life for your child. And and by yeah. the way, how many other kids do you have now? Do you, you so have- now we have twin girls as well. So uh, oh, we have wow. three girls. So I'm a girl uh-huh. dad for sure. But yeah, so they're <laughs> twins. Uh, 
and they're they're polar opposites as well, but uh-huh. they both love their sister so much. Aww. And watching that relationship is just uh yeah, it's, it's amazing. It who, really is. Who God is raising them to be, yeah. having been raised in a home like this, the kind of compassion and empathy that you can feel, and the kind of who knows how this yeah. inspires their calling and their purpose in life. But Peyton herself, she's yeah. she's not. She she has a purpose and a calling. She has a, you know, and she's she has God has used this to touch a lot of people. And the message from our world is that, well, that's a burden and that's a weight. And I love how you describe it. No, no. She's the joy, the joy of my life. And when people see people walking through that, they're like, okay, this maybe they're not going through something quite like that. Or maybe they are. I don't know. But seeing a person walk through it and allow that, that God has transformed their heart and taken them from that pit of despair and set their feet on a rock and given them a song of praise to our God out of Psalm 40. So that is amazing. What, what a bet. I can't think of a better testimony of the power of God. Sure. God could do that. But when God chooses to walk us through the valley of the shadow and still give us a song of praise and do amazing things through that, that is an even greater story in some ways, because well, anybody can live with a miracle. Anybody yeah. can live with a healing. But if God can empower you to overcome and to live in joy and peace and abundance in the midst of that kind of struggle, well, it would take a it would take a God to do that now, wouldn't it? Amen. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah, somebody, and that is a question I get a lot uh-huh. if I'm speaking somewhere or someone just messages me on social media or whatnot, they'll, they'll say, wow, God, God must have knew you were so strong to be able to, mm-hmm. you know, allow that. And, and honestly, I would tell people all the time, I, I never knew. Mm. <laughs> and if you look back at my story, you can see how the first four years went <laughs> that I yeah. wasn't strong enough for it and in myself. Mm-mm. But what I found, and, and it's, you, you see it in Matthew as well, and maybe a few other spots in the gospel, but I know he compares about the uh, firm foundation of God mm-hmm. and how the wise man built, they, they listened to my words and they built their house on, on the rock and on, on the foundation. And when the storms came and the winds and the waves came, the, the house stood strong. But then the mm-hmm. foolish, they, they build their house on the sand and the same storms come. And, it, you know, one, one version even says it, it went down with a great crash. Mm. And, and that's what I have found is I'm not strong enough in my own myself Mm-mm. in myself but i thank god for his foundation and even with even with all the heartache even with the the depression the the dark mm-hmm. side the experience of going through it my foundation was always on on god on jesus mm-hmm. and even we went through some storms we went through a lot and i personally am not proud with the way i handled it but uh looking back I see that he helped me survive. Even with the storms, it it didn't Mm -hmm. go down with a great crash. I survived the storm. And so Mm -hmm. I I would encourage anyone, you don't know how strong you are, but keep your foundation on God, on Christ. No matter what Mm -hmm. comes your way, you, you can do it. You really can with his help. Is it hard to spark meaningful conversations with your kids? Whether you're a homeschool hero, planning activities for the next family vacation, or simply gathering around the dinner table, we've got something that can help. Introducing the Daily Family Conversation Starter by best-selling author Katie Clemens. 
This remarkable book offers 365 imaginative ways to connect with your children in just five minutes each day with prompts like, who made you laugh today? Or what would you do if you had a tail? These simple questions open up a world of laughter, curiosity, and deeper connections. From dinner time to sleepy time, the Daily Family Conversation Starter is your key to creating memories that will last a lifetime. Don't wait to transform your family's daily routine into an adventure of discovery and fun. Grab your copy of the Daily Family Conversation Starter today, wherever books are sold. And just thinking, I mean, one day, I'm sure you've thought about this. You will be in eternity with Peyton and you'll like get to, you will get to have that conversation for the first time. You will get to hear her call your name and, and see her walk and jump. And, you know, she will have this really intimate relationship with the Lord because she was communing with him all this time. I share that a lot. Uh, Uh, I can't think of a greater first because she still hasn't said a word yet. You know, so mm -hmm. many times we want to hear mom or dad, we have that argument. What's she going to say first? Is it going to be mom or dad? Or uh, Her first words very well could be Jesus. And I cannot think of anything better as a, as a, as a daddy, as a Christian for her and her first steps are going to be in heaven. I mean, how cool is that? So many milestones, the milestones she wasn't hitting here, I know without a doubt she will hit. And and so how cool would that be? So it's funny how perspective works and how God, uh, you can't always see it when you're going through the valley, but sometimes when you get through it, when God pulls you through it, you get to look back and you reflect and you're like, oh, wow. Okay. That's pretty cool. Yes. I want to ask one more question about, you know, I know there are a lot of families who go through through difficult seasons and I've I've known some other families that had challenges with their kids and didn't have a ton of support but it's still even with your full-time support I'm sure it's very yeah. challenging how can how can parents and other people in the body of Christ help uh, families who have special needs what's the what's the greatest thing what are some of the greatest things that we could do to to be a better support to families that are walking the kind of journey that you're walking through well thank you for asking that here's the first thing and i don't know there may be other stuff but the first thing that comes to mind for me now looking back we don't get her out a whole lot her immune system is just so mm-hmm so bad that we found every time we took her to church we were constantly uh fighting a code, fighting something. She was mm-hmm. fighting it off. So it's just for her safety. But for us, and now it's it's helped us when we're out and about. It's like, not that we were ever against special needs parents at all. We just never thought about it. It didn't really right. affect us the way. And now it's it's almost like we've been awakened to it. So it's not mm-hmm. like we're looking for special needs parents or whatever. But just don't don't treat anyone like they have a plague. <laughs> I don't mm-hmm. know, for lack of a better word, sometimes we're so yeah. scared. How do we react? How do we respond? Uh, do they want me to talk to them? Do they, or just okay, just pretend like nothing's wrong, so don't even look. And then sometimes uh, it, it just comes across. You just want to be treated the same as everybody else. Yes, and so just want to be noticed. Yeah. yeah, just come say hi. Come say yeah. hi. And I know sometimes, and it is different. Like for Peyton, she's in a wheelchair, and she does have a little bit of some. Deformities, I guess, in a sense where her school didn't quite develop the whole mm-hmm. way. So, and it's not nothing major, but it's like uh, just mm-hmm. little things here and there. And and she eats through G two. So sometimes when her bags here, it, it's 
you see her, she's eating her food. And But what I found is sometimes the kiddos are the mm-hmm. best because yeah. they don't know any different. And they'll just come ask questions. Ask questions. Yeah. And, we, and we're not scared of the questions. Yeah. And I think as adults, so you kind of go, oh, you're not supposed to ask that. That's we, we get into the PR mode, right? And we're trying to do everything right that we're so busy not even acknowledging. And so yeah. my, my big thing would just be, uh, and maybe each parent's different. So this may not be the right answer, but for me, it was just acknowledge we're still here and that that we matter and that Peyton matters. I think every time I've seen, and I think looking back and maybe maybe it's other special need parents, I don't know, or maybe not, mm-hmm. who knows. Maybe it's just people who are in tune with the Lord, but they'll come up and just say, hey, little one, and you know, tap her on her knee or whatever, or, or mm-hmm. talk to her personally. Yeah, That's always meant the world for me as a daddy. Wow. That, oh, my daughter is acknowledged. She matters. And so that's, mm-hmm. that would be my advice. Thank you. You know, we were sitting in front of a special needs child, probably similar to yours yesterday at church. And you wonder, I wonder, I'm like, do you want me to say, do you want me to touch your son? Do you want me, you know, and hearing that opens that door, I think, to give us permission to do that, to to know that's the right thing. And I can remember one story. I, I was talking in a recent episode about my, my third child, who's very compassionate I told a different story, but this story just, uh, it just warms my heart. It just makes me cry, but it was so sweet. Um, I have my third child. Her name is Avonlea. She just has always been one of those kids that notices the kids on the outskirts or people who are kind of on the periphery. And so they were at this diner once and all the cousins were there. All the other kids, there were were almost like a dozen kids in the family. They were all at this diner. We were on a road trip. And there was this older couple with an adult child in a wheelchair who had, you know, was obviously had some physical challenges and some cognitive challenges as well. And my, my daughter, goodness, she must've been about seven or eight at the time. And she goes over to this young woman in the wheelchair and just gives her a hug. Oh, (laughs) it was so sweet. And, and the, the parents came over to my husband afterwards and they're like, their tears are streaming down their face yeah. and they're like, thank you. Wow. I'm like, you just don't know these parents everywhere they go. They're on the periphery. They're on the outside. They have to have the special table. They have to be in the special car or the special bus or whatever. And they're always on the periphery. And for whatever reason, you know, I have this child who has this really special gift of noticing that and, And and breaking away from the cacophony of all of her cousins to go and just give a hug. And that one hug it the world, yeah. It meant the world to them. And I'm yeah. like, we need to to first of all, you know, that comes innately to that child, encourage our children to say, Okay, it's okay, do that. Yeah. Notice that other child, because it's gonna bless that child, but it's really gonna bless the parents. Yes. The, that just made their day. And you just gave us permission to do that. So that's that's oh, our yeah. charge, moms and dads. Um, with these other families that just may come across your path to to give those parents a big hug, give the the moms a, and dads, you know, a, a blessing by by recognizing the dignity and the beauty that is their child, because that child has a, a unique purpose in life that God is has given them to fulfill and you know it looks a lot different than ours but it's special and it's beautiful and i bet just like you said they're communing with jesus in ways <laughs> we would be jealous of if we could exactly. see it <laughs> and one day who knows if god will i, I don't know I, I have all these questions and i don't think maybe it won't even matter when we get to heaven mm. but it would be cool to see some behind the scenes stuff 
Oh, to see all the things that I thought he wasn't here, and then find out, oh wait, wow, he was actually there more than me. You know, he was there all no. the time. He never left us, and so it would be kind of neat to to see some of the behind the scenes stuff. But who knows? I, by then, it won't matter anymore. We'll be, we'll be in <laughs> I don't a know. Time, so. I think maybe that'll be some Friday night entertainment or something. So. We'll have some popcorn I mean, eternity and a movie. is a long time. So there's <laughs> a lot of time. <laughs> It's a very long time. Let's yeah. let's see what was really going on there. And yeah. I'm, I'm personally, I want to see all the Bible stories too. I want to see, oh, I want to see that in real time. Like I, really, I want to see David cool. Goliath, and I want to see you know Daniel in the lion's den, and poor little John over there, you know, and what God did. I, I we'll skip who the knows? Well, who knows what? It, no one really knows what how, how awesome. It, I know it's going to be an amazing time, and I can't wait. I can't wait to be there. Oh gosh, I cannot thank you enough, Andy, for sharing with our listeners your inspirational story is so encouraging truly what god has done through you and your wife tiffany and peyton and your family um is remarkable you've turned that story into a book and a podcast that share the same name when words don't come easy and in your podcast let me just add this in for my listeners you cover so many necessary topics like finding strength through life's valleys conquering your your giants through resilience yeah. and hope. And you have guests on your show like Dave Blanchard yeah. uh, to talk about how God qualifies the unqualified. And yeah. uh, I'm going to be on there. Actually, I think that it one is. was Pat Schatzline, uh, the pain in your purpose. That was Dave Blanchard. I got those mixed yeah. up, but I'm going to be on your show as well. So t- can't wait. Yes. No, I'm excited. Um, uh, tell our listeners how they can learn more about you, your ministry, your book and your podcast. Thank you so much for this opportunity. Yes. So AndyHoward.com is the easiest way to find everything all in one. So if you go there, uh, for anyone who would love, I, I travel, I speak as well to churches, mm-hmm. to businesses, even sometimes yeah. I can't share my faith, but you know what? God's opened a door mm-hmm. for mental health in the day that we live yes. in where I can share about mental health mm-hmm. and then, uh, as they get to know me, who knows, they may get to hear about the faith on the other side. Yeah. So, so God's been so faithful, but I would love to speak anywhere. You can find that out at andyhoward.com. Also, the book is available on andyhoward.com or Amazon as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, thank you guys so much. And then the podcast, yeah, I'd love for you to chime in. It's just a podcast about hope. And that's mm-hmm. what I feel like my main mission is nowadays is trying to share hope in as many ways as possible and having mm-hmm. great guests like yourself on there as well. Or sometimes I fly solo and just share something that God's got mm-hmm. on my heart, but it is mainly always about, about hope. But I uh, thank you so much for doing this. And I, uh, it's been an honor to always an honor mm-hmm. to share Peyton's story or our story. Mm-hmm. We all need some more hope in this world. And you are a shining ray of hope for all of us, you and your wife and Peyton. Peyton with Jesus sitting at the foot of her bed right now, right now, as we're doing this podcast, I can just see it. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing your, your story with us. And God truly is with us as you've shown us in the valley of the shadow of death. Your story reminds us that God has a plan and a purpose in our pain and what he allows. And you've encouraged us to press in and trust him with our heartache and our disappointment and our despair. Moms and dads, check out the wealth of resources that Andy offers. I will link to all of that in the show notes. This guy's a real deal. He's walked through the fire, but he does not smell like smoke. Thanks again, Andy. It's been an honor. Thank you. (sighs) Well, I hope we didn't use up all of your Kleenex in this two-part conversation with Andy Howard. I do think that I used up all of mine. (sighs) Oh, how amazing it will be to one day see the other side of our struggles and have Jesus heal every hurt we've experienced here on earth and wipe away every tear. 
Until then, we can take comfort knowing that God is committed to bringing beauty from the broken places in our lives. That theological imagery comes to us from Isaiah chapter 61, by the way. In this portion of scripture, God is speaking through the prophet Isaiah to his people who are broken and despairing. They have been conquered time and time and time again by other nations. The first four verses of this chapter offer one of the greatest messages of hope in all of scripture. I, I want to read it to you. It says, the spirit of the sovereign Lord is upon me for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim that captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of our Lord's favor has come and with it the day of God's anger against their enemies to all who mourn in Israel. He will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair in their righteousness. They will be like mighty oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. They will rebuild the, the ancient ruins, repairing cities destroyed long ago. They will revive them, though they have been deserted for many generations. <laughs> oh, how beautiful. I just love these verses. They show the heart of God for, for his people who feel lost and hopeless. You may recall that Jesus himself read these very words in the temple. And then he said, the scripture you have just heard has been fulfilled this very day. <laughs> yes, mamas and papas are brokenness is made beautiful in Christ. And one day, he will wipe away every tear. That is the hope we have in Jesus, whether we are suffering through a, a devastating diagnosis or the ache of mental illness or the pain of a prodigal child or the agony of a premature death. Jesus helps us to overcome here on earth and he promises us an eternity with ultimate and permanent joy with him. When we are in Christ, we can all take comfort in that. I want to thank you for joining me today. Look, I know there are a lot of things you could be listening to right now, and I really appreciate that you took this time to spend with me. I hope you will join me for my next podcast when we take aim at some aspect of our culture that threatens to derail our parenting and steal our kids' faith. If you enjoyed this episode of Christian Parent Crazy World, would you consider telling a friend and sharing it on social media and giving it a good review over on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and following me on Facebook and Instagram? Oh, oh and maybe you could say that Christian Parent Crazy World is the best podcast you've ever heard in your entire life. Uh, just a thought. 
Uh, and be sure to check out my website, which is katherinesegers.com. That's Catherine with a C. I have lots of articles and resources there that will help you on your parenting journey. And if you subscribe, I will be sure to send you some really cool free stuff and notify you of future podcasts, articles, and blogs. I want to end this and every episode with a word of encouragement. God gave you your kids, your specific kids for a reason. That's because you hold the key to unlocking who God created them to be. We'll see you next time. Christian Parent Crazy World is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. I'm Billy Yancey, entrepreneur, fitness cowboy, father, retired Navy cornerback, and now podcast host. Listen to my new show, Billy and the Goat, on Life Audio. Happy listening.